So what does it feel like to be short? Well, immediately when I was short on Tuesday during that uh, looting, I was sad because I was short for the second time as a reporter. And having known that being a journalist sometimes might be a risky job to do. And I was unfortunately shot by the police. Welcome to another episode of Local Focus, brought to you by Volume and Alex FM. My name is Cliff Shiko, and I will be sharing my experience of being shot and injured by police while covering a looting of foreign-owned shops in Alexandra. To get this delivered on your phone on WhatsApp, save this number in your contacts, 060-954-1326, and immediately send the word hello to be registered. You can access this as a podcast where you get other shows. Just search for Local Focus. Local Focus, the hub of local news that matters to you. Well, after the looting that happened on Monday night, on Tuesday morning, we also heard that there is looting that is taking place at Pan Africa CBD. Pan Africa CBD is a shopping center for Alex. It has been like that for many, many years. And most of the shops there are owned by foreign nationals from Pakistan and other areas. And when we got there, we saw a group of people around the area in Alexandra looting these shops, damaging the shops, uh, ransacking. And when we get there, there were no police. And later on, police arrived. After it had stopped, the Premier of Gauteng, Mr. David Makura, uh, came and assessed the situation. Uh, Several shops were burned down. And immediately after leaving, a group of people started to continue with the looting. And when they were looting uh, another shop that is also owned by foreign nationals, police started to fire rubber bullets at those people who were looting. And myself and other journalists from uh, other media houses were stationed at the traffic lights or at an intersection uh, next to a police van and a police constable. And when that shooting happened, uh, I was at the middle of the intersection watching as well as other colleagues who were watching. So I took cover behind a building and I didn't realize that the lady on my far right uh, started to shoot and unfortunately I was shot in the right leg and immediately after being shot I went to the local station commander who was in that area. I told him that I was shot and he thought maybe I was joking and he said I should get lost and then what I did, I proceeded to confront this policewoman who shot me. I approached her officer you, do you realize that a member of the media and you shot me? And she said, no, I didn't shoot you. But she was the only person uh, there who, who had a gun, who had a, a, a gun that fired rubber bullets. Well, rubber bullet, it is serious because what it did when they shot me on Tuesday, it penetrated through the jean that I was wearing and uh, it left a, 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 a wound, a five-rand coin size on my right leg. And then immediately after being shot, I was rushed to 
the Alexandra Clinic by my colleague at SABC News. And uh, when they were treating me, I could feel the pain that uh, this is something serious. I'm now injured. I'm not normal because rubber bullet, you think it's something. But that's when I started to learn that it hurts. And uh, I, I must say the doctors at the clinic helped me, but the police uh, were not really caring about uh, my condition because they could have said, okay, let's call an ambulance for you or something or even apologize for that matter. Before I was shot, I spoke to a gentleman from Bangladesh and he, he his store basically sells cell phones. He's also a cell phone repair store, sells blankets and other things like curtains. So when we spoke to him, he said he was so devastated because he came here as a migrant uh, because he is coming from Pakistan, uh, Bangladesh, and then there were no economic opportunities for him. That side, he opened a business in South Africa, and he relayed to us that he did not come to South Africa to commit crime. Instead, he came to conduct a business, and that he also told us that his his uh, shop or store did not have an insurance. That means majority of the stock that has been stolen and burned down, it means he will have to fork out from his own pocket to start over again. And I asked him, are you going to start again? He said he has no option because his family back home needs the money. So he will be trying to get money elsewhere to, to buy goods and start operating again. Because this looting was not conducted by all the people in Alexandra, just a few uh, criminals who took advantage of the tensions. I think for now Alexandra is calm. And what really hurt people of Alexandra is that some of the shops that have been there for more than, what, 30 years, I myself went to school in Alexandra. I bought uniform in a in a shop called Masco, operated by a South African Indian man. It was burned down, destroyed. That is where the two bodies were found. So somehow, like, I was shocked, and people of Alexandra as well were shocked. But for now, Alexandra is calm, and we just hope that uh, maybe someone from national government can come and have a dialogue with the community. So it is not even about fighting against foreign nationals because the shops that were looted, there is another liquor store, is operated by a South African who is hiring about eight uh, South African people in his shop, so this is something that the people also need to know that not only foreign nationals were targeted, also ordinary South Africans. It, it, it's just that the Pan-Africa Mall, which have brands like your pick and pay, McDonald's and other, were well protected by the security at that time and police, so they were not um, destroyed. Police, as they do usually, they respond late. Most of the time in Alexandra and other areas, the South African police services, they rather be reactive than being proactive. And when they came, about more than a dozen of shops were damaged in Alexandra in fire. And people lost their lives. Some of them were burned. So the police, I must say that they did not do a good job because uh, I would like to believe that if this happened maybe in Santen, 
this wouldn't have happened in the first place because it happened on Monday in Johannesburg because they know jo- Alexandra is a is prone to such. In 2008, there was xenophobic attacks. 2016, Emmanuel Sutole was also killed in xenophobic attacks. They would have patrolled the area on Monday night to ensure that there is peace and stability. But they didn't. They came after uh, when everything has happened. The looting was not about everyone in Alexandra, but just a group of uh, few individuals who took advantage of the the xenophobic tensions that happened in Johannesburg CBD and then they brought them in Alexandra as if uh, there were xenophobic tensions long ago in Alex because I know in Alexandra almost 99% of people who live in Alexandra are black and we live amongst each other with other people from other countries but they use that thing as an excuse not all people participated Well, the relationship with the Alexandra spokesperson, uh, Captain Stephen Malaji, it has been very good working with him as Alex FM. But uh, it is when I was shot, when I was surprised, when I told him that uh, I was shot by police and injured. And he told me that uh, because he was not there, he could not comment about uh, this whole situation. Cliff, listen. If it's about how it happens, I'm trying to tell you that uh, no one can be uh, your witness because it was only you and I didn't see you and I was not there at the scene. So to me, he didn't really help uh, myself as a journalist, someone who's working with him almost every day. But if you were coming with the crowd, just flocking in, uh, they don't know who's who in that crowd. So uh, maybe the, the, the point of departure is to... See a journalist who's been there in the field before, who has gone through such uh, circumstances, maybe they can give you a clue. When I was short, I, was start, I started to ask myself uh, this question that, uh, is it because maybe I was not uh, white? Because if a white uh, journalist was amongst the crowd of black journalists, surely she would be identified. But because I was black and I was with other black people who were looting, not that I was looting, uh, the policewoman just fired, you know. And I was sad because this happened for the second time in 2016. Same same situation happened uh, where there was a demolition. I was covering the story. I was shot because I was interviewing a woman who was in the middle of a crowd. And this, I don't think, only happens to me in Johannesburg. Other community journalists out there in South Africa, it also happens to them. And maybe if I can just highlight uh, my, my work. My work, I'm a radio reporter, which means I don't need to carry a camera or a video camera or a big uh, mic that can police can identify that I'm a journalist because I've been accused of not being visible enough whenever covering a protest. So maybe the advice I would give to other community radio stations is that get... Um, protective gear for your reporters out there that is written media or press so that whenever police started to fire uh, they can be easily identified because me i was only having my name tag as a journalist and also a recorder in my hand that is almost the size of my cell phone so that is the end of my experience while covering a story in alexandra 
and thank you for listening. Remember to get this delivered on your phone on WhatsApp. Save this number in your contacts. 060-954-1326 060-954-1326 and immediately send the word hello to be subscribed to our WhatsApp channel. You can also access this as a podcast where you get other shows. Just search for Local Focus. The music in the background is courtesy of John Batman. You can follow his music on johnbatman.com. This episode was brought to you by Volume and Alex FM. I am Cliff Shiko. Until next time.